This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. Carter, the power, and I mean the only power, joins us here tonight at 7.30. We have a lot to discuss with Carter, it feels like an eternity since we've had him on uh, to join us, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be lots of lots of fun to have Carter as he joins us here like he does every Monday. Looking forward to that. Um, the Saints still lose in their bye week, which we won't touch on. Which we won't touch on tonight. <laughs> God. Even in the bye week, they suck. Sean Payton returning, maybe. Who knows? But as practice starts today for the bowl game, some little things that we're hearing around the program, we will touch on that. Brian Kelly going portal hunting. Boom! Let me just say this, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Bring me Aaron Anderson. Bring me Aaron Anderson. Bring me Aaron Anderson. In case you missed it, five-star wide receiver from Edna Carr who went to the University of Alabama, Aaron Anderson has entered the transfer portal. 
bring me Aaron Anderson. Bring me Aaron Anderson. Bring me Aaron Anderson. As we'll tell you some more things that LSU is doing in the portal besides, <laughs> besides Aaron Anderson. Some things they can accomplish and do. So it'll be really fun to talk about that. A lot of offers going out to defensive linemen. I'll tell you what I believe that they're doing uh, just by their actions alone. It shouldn't be um, that difficult to spot. Uh, Jare Jenkins and B.J. Ojolari into the draft since the last time that we have been live on a show. We'll touch on that as well as Jare Jenkins and B.J. have been amazing, amazing Tigers. Glad for their service to the program and everything that they brought. Obviously, in the first year, Brian Kelly and the foundation that they've built this season for the Tigers. So congratulations to them. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that as well. Uh, and I might go on a little Rafino's rant, some people saying some Rudy Pooh stuff about B.J. Ojolari. How you could say something negative about B.J. Ojolari means it kind of shows how and who you are as a human. Nevertheless, it is what it is. LSU basketball wins in a shocker this weekend. LSU's got a basketball offense? Hmm. Who would have thought that they could have done that? And the Pels cover up the sun like an eclipse. How about that? Zion with a massive dunk. 360 windmill. That was pretty, pretty unreal, man. Pretty unreal. Uh, we'll talk about that if we have some time there at the end because we got a lot of LSU we have to touch on. Okay. I'm seeing a lot of these, so let's just get to this very uh, – let me see if I can pull it up my computer's free. All right, here we go. Uh, Lars Carville says, prayers for the Leach family. So does Cody McGee, and so does Trent Guy. Yeah, man. I mean, listen, uh, if you've missed it, um, yesterday – um, Mike Leach had an episode in his home that involved a uh, massive heart attack. Uh, once gotten, once he was received by the ambulance and brought to a heli the helicopter, uh, they could not take off in enough time. Uh, from what I understand, because of weather. They were able to get him there, and it's not looking good. Guys, let me just say this. Hug your wife. Um, hug your husband. <clears throat> kiss your kids. Tell them that you love them. Text your loved ones and say, thinking of you, I love you. There's nothing, There's you know, there's nothing, oh, well, you know, I'm not being manly enough to tell somebody I love them. No, you're a loser if you think that you, you know, it, it, it's manly to tell the people around you that you love them. As this is an absolute shame, you know, that, you know, a lot of people said Coach Leach needs a miracle. Let's pray for that miracle, man. Let's, let's pray for that miracle. That's, this isn't cool. This isn't cool. So, yeah. Prayers for the Leach family. Uh, Peyton McNeese says, be careful, Blake, on Anderson. Me and you actually agree on something. I see plenty of fans don't want him. No, Peyton, you saw one. <laughs> you saw one. Um, D. Smith says, Blake, my man. What's going on, D. Smith? Uh, Aaron Miller says, Mike Lee supposedly is in comfort care. Yeah, it's like hospice. It's not good, man. 
Uh, Curtis Lambier says, or Lambert says, according to Bill Snyder, he passed away. That's not true. That's not true. He didn't pass away. Uh, Bill Snyder came back, the former Kansas State coach, came back and said, I am told that Mike has not passed away. It brings warmth to my heart, and I apologize deeply for my premature tweet. Please forgive me for and continue prayers for Mike and his family. Yeah, you, you, I mean, come on. I mean, come on. I, and, and Bill Snyder, man, Bill Snyder's older than, you know, Christmas cookies. So, I mean, I, I mean, I don't, he didn't mean anything. Um, he didn't mean anything malicious by it. Blaine Smith says Justin Jefferson went off again. That he did. That he did. He always does. Uh, Richard says Aaron Anderson's in the transfer portal. That's how we let off the show. Bring me Aaron Anderson. Bring me Aaron Anderson. Bring me Aaron Anderson. Frank Wilson, you dog. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, D. Smith says college baseball rankings are out. Are they? I didn't see them. I didn't see them. If they are, I mean, LSU going to be in the top 10. Uh, Laura Efferson says, Pels aren't even healthy. Well, Zion looks healthy as hell. I need to sign a, um, I need to sign a Zion Williams apology form. So if anybody's got a Zion Williams apology form, send it to me. Please send it to me. Stefan says, signing in from Colorado, it's snowing, it's arse off out here. And that's our good friend, Stefan Fry from over at Fry Construction. You can give them a call today uh, at 337-457-5100. If you need site work, land development, oil and gas services, they do it all. Let them know that Blake Rafino at AYS um, sent you on by. Up there in Colorado, man, go say what's up to Dion. Neon Dion, what's happening, baby? Paul Sub Martin says Burrow finally broke the Cleveland curse, got his first over the Brownies. Yeah, he looked good yesterday. I mean, his stats didn't look amazing. And there's two kind of people in this world, man. There's there's people who can tell you what's going on with their naked eye, and then there's people who who stat search. You know, I was like Burrow is him, and they're like, oh boy, he's he's 14 of 23. Dude, are you watching the game? And then I ask, oh, boy, bro, you watching the game? No. I'm peeling potatoes with my wife. Well, then shut the front door, you idiot. If you don't watch the games, shut up. There's no Joe Burrow slander that will ever be allowed on this show. Never. We don't talk shit about Joe Burrow on this show. Not now, not ever. Anyway. Um, and also, I, I forgot to add this. LSU uh, announced their, um, their season award winners. We'll announce it, but I'll just announce this first. QB Jane Daniels was named the Charles McClendon Most Valuable Player at the 2022 LSU Football Awards Ceremony show on Sunday night. There was a lot of other guys. Freshman tight end, Mason Taylor, uh, got the academic award. 
Craig Brooks got the newcomer of the year. Makai Wingo, who is an AP All-American, uh, got the Alvin Roy Award uh, for player that showed the most dedication. Uh, Charles Turner got the most improved. Uh, Micah Baskerville got uh, most improved defensive player. B.J. Ojolari got the captain award. Uh, Will Campbell got the freshman award. Ali Gay got the Butch Dewey award, which goes to the player whose character and contributions uh, most per- per- personify the idea of unselfishness and determination. Uh, Jerry Bernard Converse got defensive back of the year. Uh, Josh Williams got offensive player of the year. And yours truly, Harold Perkins, closed the award ceremony out last night with winning the Percy E. Roberts Defensive Player of the Year Award. So a lot of awards being handed out by LSU um, last night, (laughs) and it was really good. Uh, Jordan finds it hilarious. He says, potato peeling. Yeah, that man said he was peeling potatoes with his wife, and I guarantee you that 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 dude was watching like, uh, 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 what's that show on TV? Uh, uh, uh. What the damn thing is the Cowboy Show with kids from Montana? What's it called? Yellowstone? I'm peeling potatoes and drinking whiskey with my wife. I'm not watching Joe Burrow. Don't talk to me about football if you <laughs> don't talk to me about football if you're not watching it. All right, a couple more and then we'll get rolling. Uh, Ask Blake says, Dylan, how do you feel about Ricks? Well, go subscribe to the AYS message board, AYSSnetwork.com. And you can see one of the threads. Jason says, ask like any news out there uh, targeting in the portal. I'll tell you who I think that they got to go after right now. He just entered. He just entered. Uh, Ryan Williams, our good friend, Ryan J. Williams from the Drake Williams Law Firm says, ask Blake, what do you think of, uh, what do you think Texas does with Beard? What do you, oh, oh, talking about their, their basketball coach. <sighs> I mean, man, I don't know if y'all saw that, but Texas's basketball coach, like, didn't he get in a domestic assault at freaking Rudy Pooh? At freaking Rudy Pooh? Listen, I, let me just say this, because we've talked about this on back, in back-to-back weeks on this show. If you want to put your hands on a woman, come put your hands on me first. No pause. You want to put your hands on a woman and you want to hurt them. Come try to put your hands on me first. You piece of shit. We cool with that. We cool with that. Yeah. Come on. Come on. All right. Ryan ain't going to get me worked up tonight. I uh, last one I like. Kim Elam says Yellowstone is good, but not when football with Joey B is on. Absolutely, Kim. Absolutely. Yeah, Beard's gone. Yeah, Beard's gone. Um, <laughs> oh, Vet said Blake had flashbacks of people telling him to shave a beard. Uh, look, it's trimmed. Look, it's trimmed. Got it trimmed. Got a fresh fade here, Vet. Look at this. Fresh faded, tatted up. Fresh faded, tatted up. But I got a long sleeve, so you can't see it. Anyway. All right, let's get rolling. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to all uh, 
of those Facebook groups. If you're listening to us right now on Facebook, I look, I see you right now. So many of you stop what you're doing. Stop collaborating. Listen, hit the like and share, share to all those Facebook groups and share to your own social media pages. I feel a giveaway coming uh, as well. If you're listening to us on YouTube, we're closing in on 5,000 subscribers. So I think, I think I'm going to be doing a giveaway next month but it might start today. Like I might give a couple of t-shirts out a couple of like a hundred bucks. If we get to 5,000, I'll do a drawing. Like if you get five people to subscribe to the YouTube channel, AYS sports, then I'll put your name like five or 10 times in, into the drawing. So listen, if you're in your house right now, there, look, there's 600 of you total, whether you're listening on XM, YouTube, Facebook, wherever, all six of you can get one extra person to go and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Let us know that you did it. Let us know. Send us the DMs. We'll put it in there for the drawing. Couple t-shirts and a hundred bucks. I think that that's fair. I think that that's fair. So if you're listening to us there, subscribe, hit the like, share button, all that stuff. If you're listening to us on XM Radio, uh, tune in app, wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, subscribe as well. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. All right, let's do this. Let's pay these bills around this thing very quickly. There's one guy in the portal that I am about to tell you LSU is going to have to go after. There's no questions. I, this isn't sourcing. This is like, you got to go get him. You got to go get him. I might give you, no, I'm going to give you another thing that LSU is trying to do in the portal too because there's actions dictated. All right, let's talk about our good friends though over at GM Varno and Sons and betonline.ag. We return in one minute. We've got a lot of LSU stuff to talk about. Practice starts today. They're getting warmed up for Purdue. We come back next. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events with the first to market odds and lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in-game betting props and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, betonline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Varno & Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales, no job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you. And then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell them you good friend, Blake Rafino. Sit you on by. All right, so listen. Uh, yeah, Joey B is on. You can watch that tomorrow. You're watching AYS because you need to know more about LSU. I love Joey B, but not when it comes to AYS. <laughs> oh, shit. You know that that's funny. You, you, you know that that's funny. Okay, in, in case you missed it, about an hour ago, maybe a little bit less, 
Former five-star and now Alabama, or former Alabama wide receiver Aaron Anderson from Edna Carr has entered the portal. Listen, we've come on here all season long. Blake, 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 special teams suck. We can't field punts. We can't field kicks. Guys, I told you all last offseason or, or recruiting season that my number one receiver on the board was Aaron Anderson. You got to go get him. There's no if, ands, or buts. There's no like, oh, oh, buts or whatever. You got to go get Aaron Anderson. Bring me Aaron Anderson. Bring me Aaron Anderson. The kid is one of, if not. Maybe the most electric kid I've seen in the last couple of years. Returning punts in the slot. Wide receiver. Go get him. Go get him. I, there's one thing that we never hardly talk about. and it, it, Unless something bad happens on this show over the last couple of seasons when it revolves special teams, we do not touch on nor talk about enough special teams. Special teams can win and lose you a game. It can completely turn momentum. And let's not act as if that Aaron Anderson can't work his way into being a guy that can work in the slot, that can do things with the ball in his hands offensively throw him a quick screen throw him a little quick rpo slant and let's see what he can do there's no sourcing on this one there and even if there was sourcing on this one my determination my belief everything that i would say as of right now would always be the same go get aaron anderson you know, it's like the old Kenny Chesney song. Don't blink. It's just like that. You're 15 years old and you take a bath and you <laughs> wake up and you're 45. Don't blink. Don't. I'm talking about hit the phones, get the entire the city of New Orleans, get the entire in the car band outside his house and tell him it's it's time to come home. Some of you know what high school uh, high school sports is. You will know what I just did with that song. That's Carr's little walkout. All right. I, in all seriousness, you win and lose teams in all three phases of the game. If that young man can be halfway of what people believes that he can be, he will be deadly. Brian Kelly has ultimately talked about going and getting young men from inside the state of Louisiana that want to come home, that have ties to this state, that want to play for LSU. Go get him. Fell through the cracks, had some things said about him. Uh, you know, but, but bottom line was that kid hypothetically was one of the best, if not the, one of the best players in the state this, a season ago. 
And then all of a sudden, nobody believed in him until he decommitted and went to Alabama. And all of a sudden, he became a five-star. The kid jumped a 1,000 spots. He should have already been up there. Kid's electric. Go get him. Go get him. And as this recruiting process goes on, there's a lot of chitter-chatter that's out there. Some of it's true. Some of it's not true. Close this class out and go back in the next season. What would you do if Aaron – when was the last time that LSU went and got a player that transferred from Alabama? You want to talk about a tide turning and all puns intended? Go get a kid you lost on a season ago because – of Rudy Poonis and having people going out there like Ed Orgeron not giving a damn about the program. Brian Kelly comes in and wins the West, and then you have a kid that's got to slip through the cracks because he doesn't know what's going on, and then it goes into the portal, and you know what? This all revolves around a year ago we told you, don't worry about NIL. Let Brian Kelly work. And you know what they're going to do again? They're going to do the same thing that they did last year. If you've been paying attention, if you have a pulse, if you have any kind of social media presence whatsoever, Jamar Cain's hitting the portal. I mean, guys, how many defensive linemen has Jamar? Jamar Cain might be the most uh, uh, unslept person in all of this, watching film, going guys after the portal. Because you need depth. You got beat by Georgia because you didn't have D-line depth. Well, you know what? You can go back to Hotlanta next season. You got to get depth. You got to get older dudes that can pour, they can push around those Rudy Poos up in Athens. And you. And when you get all of them, you're just going to sit there and say, ain't shit you can do about it. You go to Jane Daniels and say, look, brother, I don't, mean to, I don't mean to bark up the wrong tree here, but – if we get Aaron Anderson, Shelton Sampson walks to that door. Kyle Parker's coming in. You got wide receivers coming back everywhere. You got Caleb Jackson coming in. Guys, you're building something here. You're building something. You got to be able to go out and get the elite dudes. Everybody hates. Uh, let me not say that. There are a lot of people that hate the transfer portal until it starts working for them. There's a lot of people that hate the portal until it starts working for them. Let it work for you now. Let it work for you now. You got to replenish your defensive line. Makai Winko can't do it by his own, on his own. He can't do it on his own. You get Mason Smith coming back, I get it. But you lose a critical piece of B.J. Ojolari. And to the Rudy Poos out there who, who, for whatever reason, are saying, come back and improve your draft stock, B.J. Shut the fuck up. If I waved $10 million in your face and told you to leave what you were doing right now and over the next four years you have the potential to make over $10 million a year, you would say, where do I sign, boss? Shut the hell up. Shut, and he's going to make more than that. He'll probably make $25 to $30 million in a, in, in, over the next four years because of the decision that he made on Saturday. Shut the hell up. 
come back and approve your, approve your draft stock. The only reason you want B.J. O'Gillard to come back, by the way, is because you want him to come back so you can win a natty at LSU. It has nothing to do with B.J. You make it seem as if, oh, I'm, 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 I'm saying, you know, it's one, I'm saying it because it's in his best interest. It's one thing if you tell a young man like a Jane Daniels, hey, Jane, I don't think that you'll be in the, five, in the top five rounds. Maybe you can come back and reprove your draft stock because you got Drake May and Caleb Williams that are they're probably going to be one, two in the draft next year. And that third spot is wide the hell open. And quite honestly, if you could pull halfway of a borough, you could be in that number two slot. I will tell you, outside, and most of you know this, outside of going into the 2019 season, I, I don't know if I've been ever this fired up for our upcoming season, and we're not even done with it. Guys, we're not even done with this season. You have a chance to go out and play and win 10 games this year. Brian Kelly has the chance in year one to go into a bowl game against the spoiler makers and, and show them that they're not the spoiler makers and win 10 games. And I will tell you, with the additions that LSU is going to add, I want you to listen to me carefully now. With the additions that LSU is going to add inside the transfer portal, D-line, hopefully wide receiver, Hopefully, DB. And I'm not talking about portal DB either. If you have been watching AYS today, you might would have seen something. But the, bo the bottom line goes in, I don't remember a time, it, it's probably been since 2019, that we have been transitioning into a new season and an offseason that makes me feel like, oh shit, we got a big time chance. Guys, because of what you're adding, LSU can find themselves in the top seven to begin the next year. You got to get some critical pieces back. I will tell you this. You're not, some of you are going to think that I am, I have lost my ever living mind. You got to get Jaden Daniels back too. You got to get Jaden Daniels back too. Mac Jones won an Addy too. Playing conservative can win you football games when it comes to not turning the football over. There's two different schools of thought with Jaden. This whole offseason, let him work with Kayshawn Booty, and let's come out in Orlando against Florida State next year and get ready to clap cheeks. You were the hunter last year. Now you're going to be somewhat of the hunted. Be a, be a cougar. Be a mountain lion. Be a tiger. Clap their cheeks. Let's go out there and win because you're about to add pieces that none of you thought were possible. You replenish the defensive line, you got to go get, look, Harold Perkins can't get you all your sacks next year. You got to find ways to get interior pressure. Mason Smith comes back, Wingo comes back, maybe Jaqueline Roy comes back. But you got to go find other pieces that can get you pressure on the quarterback. They're doing that with Jamar Kane. And God forbid, God freaking forbid, when's the last time that we've gone through an offseason where we we don't have coaches that are getting plucked at the current moment. Now, I'm not saying Matt House or, or Mike Denbrock aren't going anywhere, but it, it feels as if, okay, well, maybe we can keep this staff intact. 
A lot of things building for LSU, man. I'm not addressing the Harris thing. We'll see. Subscribe. I'll write something on it. Doug No says 499 via Super Chat. says, and Xavier Thomas in the portal from NOLA. Uh, Would have been the best special team player on this team? Without a question. Without a question. Thank you for the Super Chat. Uh, Ryan says, hashtag bring home deuce, Aaron Anderson. Thank you for the $2 via Super Chat. We got some more in here. Dane Bergeron says, BJ could have left and gone home to Georgia and won a national championship. He stayed at LSU. He is a true Tiger. I agree. He could have left. Guys, he could he could have left. I mean, come on, man. Come on. Carter, the power in the building says, hey, everyone, the only power. He might get mad at me. I don't care. <laughs> I love him to death. All right, last one, then we'll get to Carter. Reed Wilson says, if we get Jane Daniels back, tell Aaron Anderson and whoever else to stay gone. This is, let, all right, here we go. This is what you call the most stupid, probably the stupidest comment of the night. This man's on Graham Code. Uh, stay gone. Dude has been in college four years and we still make excuses for him. You didn't, you're not making excuses for him. He had 3,700 yard or combined total yards, 27 touchdowns. Just be, just because what you think of Garrett Nussmeyer being flashier doesn't change the fact that he has more turnovers at LSU than he does touchdowns. Blake, he played fantastic. He hit the long bomb. He also turned the ball over twice when you could have been down 13. Then six. Stop, dude. Stop. Idiot ass comment. It's a dumb comment. You don't want a fifth-year senior returning. What's the first time? When's the last time? I mean, Matt Malk, Matt Flynn. So it's been a while. First-time starters. But that wouldn't be the first time... I mean, they'd had a lot of significant snaps. Anyway. All right. So I'm about our good friends over at Grand Code, thegrandcode.com. But let me tell you about our good friends over at Synergy Resources. Synergy, R-E-S-L-L-C.net. That's Synergy Resources, L-L-C, or R-E-S-L-L-C.net. Give them a call today or just go to their website. Ask for our buddy Tully. If you need pipes, hoses, fittings, they do it all. Let them know that Blake Rafino sent you on by again. That's Synergy Resources, LLC. Synergy Resources, LLC. All right. Let's talk about our good friends over at Grand Code, thegrandcode.com. We're returning one minute with Carter, the Power Bryant. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Grand Code. They are the Delta company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake Coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays anniversaries and everyday use gramco is hemp derived and completely legal inside as the state of louisiana no medical card is needed and shipping is very discreet you must be 21 years older to order again that's thegramco.com use that promo code ays25 we're back let's try that again we're back. 
Carter, the power, Bryant, Bryant, Bryant. What's up, bro? All right, Blake. Um, I know I'm here to talk about LSU football. Well, first off, what's up with that voice? What? What's wrong with the voice? You're like, oh, Blake, I'm here to talk about Carter. Well, you, you screwed the introduction. I have my, I, I do voice exercises before I jump on here. But I was like, oh, <laughs> but, but, but all look, right. Look, okay. Okay. Look, okay. I, 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 okay. Look, I understand YouTube is all about sticking to your niche. Right. And I only do LSU football. Okay. I, I'm not able to do the baseball or the basketball. Shout out to juice Hill. I'm always an undersized guard kind of guy. But what I will say is this I'm doing something special just for you tonight. Okay. So I always rock, you know, the PHL hat, but tonight we're do, we're going we're doing something special. We're rocking it, baby. Let's go. Huh? Oh huh? my Look god. Look at that. Is that straight right there? Look at that. It's straight, but what in the Rudy Poo is this? You I don't mean, know what this is? I mean it's the Pels. I know what it is. Look at that. Look but at Carter, that, I don't think I mean you got a Pels hat on and a damn Saints shirt. Are you turning on LSU? Is that is that what's going on here? No, the exact opposite, man. I got to show some love for the five hundred four, man. Uh, you, you know, I'm still a big Saints fan, but the Pelicans—that's my off, team, man. First off, fire Dennis Allen. Bring Sean back if he wants to. Let's do it. Let's I, do let it. me tell you this: I, I I wouldn't be mad if if Dennis Allen stayed the rest of his life in Angola if it meant Sean Payton returning. Let that man make license plates in Angola. I, I, w I would love Sean to come back. But, look, it was kind of tough for me because I was a big Chris Paul fan. I can't take you serious with this hat on. <laughs> okay, okay, here's what we're going to do. Type Y for yes, type N for no in the chat. Do you want me to keep the, the – we'll, we'll let the viewers – All right, if you want the hat, type Y in the comments. If you don't like the Pels hat, type N. I just can't take you serious, bro. I, I mean, if it's bothering you that it's not, much, it's not. Come on, content. Okay, good. Content. We, we got to keep. This is this is for Zion and the and, and the Pelicans. I got so sick and tired. Well, we don't have Devin Booker. Well, freaking, we don't have uh, her. We, we didn't, didn't have, have Zion Booker. all last year. Excuses are like assholes. Everybody's gotten one. No pause. And we didn't have Brandon Ingram. We didn't have Brandon Ingram. This is deep. One of the deepest. NBA hey, did teams. you did you see when they came out? Um, when Brandon Ingram walked out the other night and, they, and everybody starts cheering, let's go, Brandon. They thought it was a political reference oh and it wasn't. Huh? Huh? Anyway, huh? all right, all right, all right. I got, I got, I got four words for you that I'm going to repeat. You ready? Yeah, go for it. Bring back Aaron Anderson. Bring back Aaron Anderson. Bring right. back Aaron huh? Anderson. Huh? 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 If you just, if you just tuning tuning into us. Former five-star receiver Aaron Anderson has entered the transfer portal. Carter! It's big. Absolutely big. So, here's where it gets really interesting, right? So, you really liked Aaron Anderson coming out. I right? love him. Yeah. I, I think he's really good, but I'm, I, you know, I, I really love Xavier Thomas, right? And they both fill a massive need for LSU. And Doug... Uh, shout out Doug Knows, a good friend of mine. Shout out, uh, shout out Pineville, Louisiana. Let's go. Louisiana College. Uh, but look, I, I'm a big, big, big um, Xavier Thomas fan. But if LSU lands either of them, you know, you get a returner, right? And Aaron Anderson is probably like the best punt and kickoff returner you'll ever see in high school. He was so ridiculous at that very thing. 
And Xavier Thomas was one of the better uh, punt returners in the SEC last year. So um, it's very interesting. I know you are really excited about the potential of getting Aaron Anderson back. That's someone that I know you had a really high grade on and a lot of great thoughts. Um, I'm, I'm down for either of them coming back because LSU, I mean, what's really interesting about it, Blake, is LSU is a little bit different because LSU has had so many great punt and kickoff returners. This is the first time in a while that this one thing wasn't great for LSU. And You missed you know, Trey Palmer a lot this year, didn't you? You did. And, you know, you, you missed that Trey Palmer wasn't like a huge, huge, huge piece of the LSU offense that he was able to focus in on wide receivers. So if you get either one of those guys coming in, you let them focus on that thing and you might draw some things up for them offensively. And honestly, I, I think both of them would be phenomenal ads for, for LSU. But, you know, uh, you, you would like to have, to have thought that LSU could find, even if they don't land a potential returner, in the portal or or on the on the team already whether that be uh ibietta whether that be chris hilton if they're both healthy whether that be um my one of my favorite players in this next class kyle parker who i think is truly 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 a great football player um maybe one of those guys could be the returnee but honestly aaron anderson and xavier thomas are both proven excellent um, Aaron at the high school level, saving at the college level to, 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 to do this very thing. I compared Aaron Anderson to this, and I'm going to get ripped alive because this is such a big uh, comparison. I said he was the offensive version of Tyron Matthew, but faster. Ooh. That's crazy. You know, how, you know how Tyron just had that new – I call it the New Orleans wiggle. The wiggle. I love it. The New Orleans wiggle, like the you know you know what I'm talking about with the New Orleans athletes that just like bop 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 like and they they're so it. dramatic and everybody's ACLs break. I, I remember that Georgia SEC title game. Both my ACLs broke. I had four high <laughs> ankle sprains just watching Tyron. That was so crazy. And you know what? Aaron does have that wiggle, and he's very powerful. He's he's a stout. Uh, him and him and Xavier are actually built pretty similarly. Mm -hmm. Similarly, similarly, similarly. I can't even. I can't. They're built that. the same. They're built similar. How about that? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm really excited about the potential of that. I'm really excited about also this as well, Blake. Uh, you know, I know we're focusing so much on who might jump in LSU's roster from the transfer portal, but let's also focus that nobody that was a major contributor to LSU last year has left. Right. Jack Besh was a very good player, but he wasn't a major contributor. He is the best player up to this point that you've lost in the transfer portal. Look at what's happening at all these other schools. Now, I'm not saying LSU is some unique unicorn school, and there's going to be other years where contributors from LSU will think that they're going to green your pastures. And look, a lot might change in the next 24 to 48. But what I will say is up to this point right now, Blake, you've not seen a, a player like Trey Knox who left Arkansas today. You won't, you haven't the seen... The tight end, right? Yes, a, a tight mm -hmm. end who was a big part of their offense. You've mm -hmm. not really seen that from them. Marshawn Lloyd leaving uh, South Carolina today. Jaheim Bell going Jaheim to Bell. Florida State. You're right. Yeah, so uh, that's very interesting. Now, that's not to say that that's not going to change. Once again, 
LSU had a big awards banquet last night. Jaden you know, won the MVP. I'm going to ask you about that, too. Yeah, but, you know, a, a lot might change in the next week. Uh, we all, I know for you, I know for sure you do, Blake, but, you know, you hear different things throughout the week of who might go and who might stay. Um, but as of right now, all the key players that were contributors to last year's team are still um, right here right now. They're still here. And what that tells me, Blake, is these guys really do believe that this could be a very special team next year. All right, let's get to that because that's what I've been trying to get at a little bit and hint at it because I know that me and you were going to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people – look, let's not get in the Jane Daniels debate right now because, quite yeah. honestly, I'm, I'm a little tired of it, to be honest. Mm -hmm. He did win the MVP, the most valuable player of the team, was awarded by Brian Kelly and his teammates on the most valuable player. So not only did the staff vote on it, the, the entire team voted on it. I was told um, it was more than unanimous. Like, right. it, it, like, you know, so uh, to, for those guys to say that about him is really special. Carter, you, you brought this up. If a lot of these guys return, let's say Jaquelin Roy returns. Let's say that, yeah. you, you know, you got Kayshawn Booty returning. You, let's say you got Josh Williams and John Emery that return. Buddy, I, I, there comes a point where you, you you start looking down. It does two things, right? Number, Let me tell you what happens, number one. Number one. It gives Brian Kelly another year and another time frame to build back to the 85. It, it, it really establishes LSU's talent in the forefront. Number two, it, it makes it to where if Zalance Hurt isn't ready, you just throw out the same offensive line you had this season. Okay? Right. Yeah. Five-star offensive lineman coming in from Neville. You know what else it does? I think it builds the culture to when the freshmen come in. All right, we don't have to worry about this shit in, in, in fall camp. We're, we, we're going to be hitting on all cylinders. The reason I say that is because I will never forget Harold Perkins' first rep at LSU. I was there. Okay? Yeah, the media was there for it. It was the worst linebacker rep I'd ever seen. I, I swear <laughs> to God. I told you about it. I said, listen, yeah. the rep was shit, but my God, is he an athlete? Carter, it's going to be different now. And it makes me excited to think that, man, you could have a situation where going into next season, you could be a top 17 going into this. But am I overreacting to think that LSU could be a national title contender next year? No, they are. I mean, that's not like that. It's not debatable. They'll, they'll be in the top 10. Um, no worse than top 15. Okay. If they're if they're if they're in the in the realm of ten to fifteen, we're riding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they, I mean, I think I think you have to, especially with the hype that Mason Smith will be coming back, and this is Brian Kelly's second year. And, and Carter, I didn't even mention, brother. You got Mason Taylor. You got the big freak Mac Markway coming in. Yeah, yeah. You got well, a lot bro, of pieces coming back. And God bless Jesus alive in the name of the Father and the Son and Zion Williamson. If they get Aaron Anderson and these elite wide receivers, brother, they're only adding to greatness at this point. I, right. I get Jeray and Bess are leaving, but let's call it what it is. Now, Jeray led the team in, in, in TD receptions, but it's not like you have a massive drop-off. I could make the argument. I Let me just – I would flip Xavion Thomas and Aaron Anderson – with Jeray Jenkins and Jack Bish. You're getting yeah. better. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're, they're 
radically different players than, than those two. But yeah, I mean, they're, they're still very, very, very good. What I will say to this, right, is, you know, you start looking at this roster. It does set up really, really, really nicely. Now, what does the data tell us about the LSU offense? Well, it wasn't great. It, it just wasn't that great this year. It was fine. It wasn't elite, right? And I think, you know, obviously the, the big wild card in all of this is Will Jaden's vertical passing gets better. Now I could get into like a deeper breakdown of – different throws and different plays where I thought Jaden could have done something differently. But ultimately, that's just going to be, you know, the question. Will he become a better deep passer and a more willing thrower? And that's honestly the difference between, you know, a half yard per play per game. Honestly, if you hit a few explosives and, you know, LSU just didn't hit enough of those this year in my estimation, Blake. So obviously, I, I do think – Jaden makes this team a very good team if he decides to come back. What I will say, though, is it's going to be very interesting to see how these next few weeks play out as far as the, the bowl game is concerned. Will Jaden stay? Will he go? Um, will Garrett Nussmeyer get an opportunity to get a full week of, of practice leading into the bowl game where versus Purdue he'll play – in what is something called standard time, right? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. if you play versus Georgia and you're down 35 to 10, that's kind of garbage-ish time. Standard time means it's tabula rasa. You're within they, three scores is what, if I'm not right. mistaken, right? Yeah, and and your your whole your whole everything is is still standard, right? There there is no um, come in. You don't have anything really to lose kind of aspect to the game, so. You know, I would like to see Gary Nussmeyer start the bowl game and see how he handles actually being the guy going into the game. And obviously the big thing for Jaden is to continue working on the actual throwing aspect of football. Because, look, like you said, I, I've, I've stayed on this for, you know, I'll put my entire channel's reputation on it. Everything that I've heard about Jaden Daniels before he even stepped foot on here where the intangibles aspect of his game were his, was his best attribute. And you would not have guessed that from how things ended at Arizona State, where you see people trashing his locker and people not liking him and all of this. And that just kept being told to me. They're like, hey, you're going to be really impressive, uh, impressed with his intangibles. And the way he you know, won the team MVP lets you know that that's how the players felt about him this year, being the leader and being – you know, a gritty guy and finding a way to win us a lot of football games this year. I'm not going to say he's going to have a Joe Burrow-type leap. I don't think that you could ever estimate something like that. I think that there was a lot of things working for Joe in that. But here's what I do know, okay? I do believe that they're going to be able to take off, and this is hypothetically if he returns, and this is for either quarterback, whether it be Garrett Nussmeyer, Walker Howard, I, I, Ricky Collins, I don't care. It's of my belief that they're going to be able to hit some of these deeper passes having nothing to do with the passing game. What do I mean by that? I think LSU is going to get better in the running game, okay, which in turn is going to force those safeties to walk down. Here's a fun fact, if you don't know. Did you know that when an entire offensive line returns to a team, their run production from one year to the next increases by 33.5%? Good stat. I like it. Okay. Good to you. 
So, AYS analytics. AYS analytics. But you know that that's my that's the only thing I really look at is the O line stuff. Carter, yeah. I don't think I don't what I don't think what I think is this. We can, we're going to have the argument and debate of JD5, Garrett Nussmeyer, and it's warranted. Jaden's got to do things better, and so does Garrett. But the biggest thing that will take pressure off of them is how well you're able to do in the running game. Right. Carter, the time – here's the crazy thing. The five best games that LSU had on the ground get, were the five best games that Jaden Daniels had in the air. Is it is – it you know – I don't want to say, and, and, and not only the five best games that he had running the ball, I want to say the five best games that the LSU offense had running the ball outside of him. Therefore, it's of my belief, and, and I will make this argument, the Josh Williams long run against Georgia is probably the biggest thing that started helping Garrett Nussmeyer free some things up. Okay, once you hit one deep shot, which LSU is going to have to do, and you can run the football, nighty night, sweetheart. You're gonna ha- you're gonna be able to do a lot more things now because you have all five guys returning. Here's also yeah. what I know: they're only gonna add depth along the offensive line, and I think that they're gonna get better there. So I think that the improvement happens not so much at the quarterback as it would look as because here's another here's another truth: LSU's offense got better with Joe Burrow, which nobody will talk about this, and me and you agree on this. The offense was predicated on you being able to run the football in 2019. They're gonna have to run the. I, I don't. I, I get that they had three wide receivers that were elite. Like I get you had Joe Burrow against Auburn. What won you? What won you the game in the second half against Alabama in critical situations? What won you the game? Teams that can run the football at a high level at five yards per carry or more win 99.9% of the time. I don't know if that stat is analytically correct, but it's damn near close. So I will just say this, that 33% is a big deal. And I think that him running the football helps him a lot more too. But here's another thing. Carter, I don't, and I know that you watch this religiously. The LSU, uh, the LSU staff is telling me without telling me something. Their defensive line has to get more depth. They are offering damn near every kid they can out of the portal that can play. Carter, if the last two weeks have told me anything, it's that they got to add more depth defensively. It won't matter what they do offensively if they if they keep getting run over defensively like they did the last two times they played. Yeah, I don't think people quite understand what the the actual numbers look like next year for the defense. And it's not actually great if Jaquelin Roy doesn't decide to come back, right? I, you know, B.J. Ojolari was rarely off the field, right? He was rarely off the field. So, Ali Gay's gone. Obviously, B.J. Ojolari's gone. Basketball's going to be gone. Your entire secondary is going to be gone. And the thing that people forget is they did not rotate a lot. There wasn't numbers right at, at those positions so you're going to need Jacoby and Guillory to make a big jump you're going to need Mason Smith to be fully healthy and ready to go uh you know going into next year puts a lot of pressure on the true freshman guys so obviously you take a look at the defensive lineman from Coastal Carolina um that would obviously be a big piece um I haven't really watched a whole lot of them but that would be a nice piece and just guys that are playable right and right now LSU's too deep on defense just the, the 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 first is good because any defense that has Harold Perkins first string you're going to be great, but I mean you, you've got to have more than that. 
Like you, you, you've got to be deeper. And right now, what, what I want everyone to do is just go through guys that you know for sure are guys that you are going to be able to trust next year on this LSU defense. And if you can't, you hear this term all the time, if you can't count too deep at each position, you are a gap away from Alabama. You are a gap away from Georgia. You are a gap away from Ohio State. You are a gap away from I don't from agree Michigan. that they're a gap away from Alabama. Well, yeah, especially now with all the guys that they lost from the portal. But the truth is most championship teams – my point is most championship teams are deep on defense. That's not to say they aren't talented. Obviously, Quincy Wiggins has all the measurables to you know transform into something. Will everything come together next year for him? Will everything come together – uh, for a couple of other uh, these really nice pieces that they have. We'll see. And that's where the portal is going to be very key. Like, I think they are going to want to add an off-ball linebacker. And they have to. They don't have a choice. Yeah. yeah. And I think they are going to really want to add corners. Uh, just being simple. I mean, they, you, you can think as highly as you want uh, about any five-star that's attached you don't want to go in and just pray that true freshman or Derek Stingley's like, well, or, or Emory or Will Campbell or Harold Perkins. Yeah. And I, I think people also like you normally true freshmen just aren't that good. Right. Just right out of the jump. Right? No, it's, they're it's, usually ass. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's hard. Like it's mm-hmm. really, I mean, you're, you're 18, you're going up against people that can go buy beer. Uh, it's, it's hard. <laughs> I'm telling you, it is, it is hard to do what Emory Jones and Will Campbell did this year. So, uh, and Harold and Mason and DeMario and all those guys. So, obviously, we're going to see if those guys make those leaps. And if they do, you have a championship-level roster. But it starts with praying, because uh, obviously he's going to get drafted really high if he decides to go. If Jaquelin Roy comes back, that obviously does a lot for your team. Let me do, because our chat is is going crazy. Let me just say this about Jaden Carter. I don't ever remember saying that he's not that he doesn't have to hit down the field passes. I don't think anybody said that. Number one, yeah. Number two, how do you get better from the SEC West champion? It, you're saying he can't. You know, people in the chat very quickly. You're saying he can't win shit as as your quarterback. You just fucking won the SEC West. Read if you don't like it, then fucking leave. Okay, Pooh, block is that or mute him. Okay. So if he keeps doing it, then mute him, okay? But the bottom line is you get better nine times out of ten, okay? You won with true freshmen as tackles, okay? If – don't block him. You get – you had true freshmen as tackles, Carter. So that's all I'm saying. In reference to this comment, sorry for the language, they're going to have to get linebacker play to get a little bit better, okay? They're, they're just going to have to. Carter, did you see? Did you see the play from? Uh, I think it was uh, who's a uh, guy that uh, Cole Kublick. LSU yeah, went. Yeah, I know Cole. Yeah, over overload left. LSU was in a four-two-five. They went overload left, or what? In their case, would be overload right. Georgia had, let's just call it eleven personnel. Brock and they absolutely physically dominated LSU in an overload and ran to that side. Carter, my point is is that you're going to have to find an inside linebacker just as much as you're going to have to find an outside edge guy that can play every just play three downs. I mean, am I wrong there? I mean, they're going to have to find a middle backer. No, that there's there's a lot, and I think you know right now it's it's hard if you're Brian Kelly because you're trying to piece together 
what these guys' decisions will be. And honestly, for the near future, as excited as we are about the early signing period and we all, you know, we're, we're subscribed to the AYS board. We're subscribed to all these recruiting sites. We get excited about who might be new, you know, jumping back on uh, jumping on the bandwagon here. But the the fact is, you need these guys to return. Like I think the Kayshawn thing was so huge, and it's making Jaquan Roy say, "Look, I get to play at home in Baton Rouge. I can be a hometown hero and lead this defense potentially to a national championship." And, um, and yeah, I think that's just going to be so big if you can get some of these guys back. And, man, I, I, whether it's Edger and Cooper, whether it's whoever uh, out there that might be interested in being an off-ball linebacker at LSU, um, you just hope that you get someone that you can trust there because if you do, uh, you, you feel a big need in a major, major, major way. All right, so secondary. Um... In the secondary, you're going to have to find corners. Now, I don't want to get in a lot of the debate of what's going on here, but Carter, are we going to have a situation where we have an Emory Jones and Will Campbell type situation where you're you might have just have to play freshman? I mean, because yeah. let me tell you something. I mean, man, there's not a lot of corners right now that are in the portal that you can go and get. They're just like I don't want to say LSU is going to have to just duct tape this one together because I think they're going to get some talented dudes in here, like some really talented dudes. But, man, it does feel like it, that if there is one position I, I do get a little worried about, it's that position. Am I wrong there? No, you, you should feel that way because, you know, not every year. I, I have a tough time believing that every year you're going to find a converse and Gardner in the in the portal. No doubt. Like two, I mean, they're both three Or Greg groups. Brooks or Fouché. Yeah, I just uh, – do I think Louisiana DBs would always be interested in coming home and playing where Tyron Matthew played? Yeah, I mean, I think that's always going to be a thing. But, I mean, I mean, let's just say Converse, for instance, right? He had some rough moments. But, you know, we don't beat Alabama if he doesn't transfer yep. here. We get destroyed by Alabama, quite honestly. Um, he made the two best defensive – two biggest defensive plays in the game, in my opinion. Yeah. The interception and – Remember when Holden was on the sidelines and caught it and he knocked it out on third and 10? Yeah. It was and huge. they had to kick the field goal. I mean, the two biggest plays defensively, in my opinion. And then, you know, Ja'Cory Brooks in, in overtime. Right, right, um, right. He, he was he he was phenomenal. And he was, a, you know, a COVID senior. And, God, he was good. He was just really, really solid. The leadership. He played some safety for us. I mean, I, I hope we get those kind of guys. Now, look. You would like to hope that there are some guys on this team. It's like a Jaden Thompson Robinson. I know I'm not saying his name correctly. All right, right now you and you and uh, King Ulysses are on this right now. Yeah, yeah. So you have a sub 11, 100 meter guy who was a three star at Texas. Uh, gives me a little, uh, you know, Jalen Mills kind of vibes, right? Three-star DB from Texas looking to you know, put his name out there. I don't know if he's going to be that good, but, you know, I was trying to think of some comp. He's got, he's got true, true, true elite athleticism. We'll see if he can actually play corner or something else. And then, obviously, you know, the big elephant in the room here, Blake, is Sage Ryan. Is he going to take a leap, right? So you look historically – Five-star DBs, whether they're in-state or they're out-of-state, they, they never they never miss. LSU is, like, quite literally 100%. They're, they all turn out to be 
good to obviously transcendent, right? So you oh, have, wow. you know, like Kevin Tolliver, who's good. And then you have transcendent, which is Jamal, Jamal Adams, Adams, right? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, you know, Sage Ryan had his ups, had some downs, got mossed uh, a, a few times this year. Sometimes those things happen. Obviously, the AM game was kind of brutal. But if he takes a leap next year, you know, we, you, you're looking at the next great five-star DB. So that's going to be, you know, a big one next year, Sage Ryan uh, for, for LSU. I think a big factor here to seven banks return. Um, yeah, it's you know, we talk, we've talked about this the last couple of weeks. And um, so with that being said, he can be that older guy that gets everybody lined up and ready to go. Um, right. I'm going to be careful with that one. <laughs> be That's careful. tough. I mean, it's, it's such a weird situation, right? He's going to have to return. I mean, if he's got a medical red shirt or he's got another year to return, which I think that he does because of COVID, he's got to, re- well, he does have another year to return because of COVID. This will be the last, if I'm not mistaken, this might be one of the last one outside of some of the freshmen that were in 2020. Um, with with that with that being said, I, I think he's got to return uh, as well. We do have a question here from Patton. He says, hashtag Ask Blake and Ask Carter, are we discounting Terrence Welsh back there? Well, let me uh, – talking about DB, talking about DB, I, I never saw LaTerrence in at practice at all, really. I, I hadn't seen him really in a high school or college situation where he was one-on-one without getting beat. Let me just say, let me just say that. And so – I just think that, look, Carter, when you get guys like a JV and Taviano, which I think that they are really in a really good position for, like I could see JV and Taviano being a day one guy. Okay. Now, whether that be slot because he's a physical guy that can tackle, whether that's outside, I mean, you're going to have to play. There's going to be a five-star true freshman that's going to have to play. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so let's take Taviano, right? Um, so like with Terrence Welsh, the biggest thing was in, like he had just bad injury history, right? Um, you know, his final years of high school. So that obviously stuck for him. The a big positive and a big step forward for him was that he was just healthy the entire year. So that's good for his confidence moving forward. So obviously I'm I'm hoping Welsh turns out to be, you know, the next Mo Claiborne. We'll see. The one thing I really like about Toviano is this guy's played in some big games and he's played against D1 level talent already. You know, he's played in a big game versus Quinn Ewers. I think he's playing in a big game. And had a pick, Quinn. if I'm not mistaken, correct? Like picked off I, Quinn Ewers. I, I'd have to go back and, yeah, and look. I just sure, know. I'm pretty sure he picked off Quinn Ewers, and it was, um, if I'm not mistaken, it was his first career pick. And this is a guy who's played a lot of running back, and, you know, some people think he's a safety. Oh, last but, time a guy from Texas played running back, how did that work out when it played for LSU? Huh? 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 <laughs> That's true. Uh, but, yeah, I, 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 I like Toviano. I really do. And I think, you know, he just looks like a Division One guy. He's, he's got the frame uh, to be a big-time Division One corner. And I think, you know, the one thing for him is that he was in the building for the Alabama game, right? And I just don't know how – if you already are an LSU lean, unless, you know, obviously a big factor like NIL or something like that, I don't know how you could have been in the building that night and not want to play at LSU. Uh, I, I, I've i never felt that way, and I've been to, obviously, so many LSU games. That that game was euphoric. I, I, I still just can't believe that that happened. So 
Um, obviously, you know, I'm hoping for the best for your guy Toviano, man. Big time. Let's go. Yeah, JT, I'm a, I'm a big I, look. I'm gonna I might clip this and 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 put this on social media. I'm a big, pretty massive, JV and Taviano Homer. I, I well, and here's why. Some of it, some of it is just like maybe I'm being a little too petty. My man wore an LSU hat to Texas A&M game. <laughs> you know, like celebrating. Like Carter, th- this is what I hate too. You know, his five star, he, his fifth star got reduced. Did you know this? Okay. No, I, I, I mm-hmm. didn't. On on which site though? I know there's. Four. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's on three. On three had him a five star recruit, and then all of a sudden he didn't take a Texas visit, and all of a sudden now he's a four star. You know what's interesting? That's some bullshit, though, bro. That is some baby back bullshit. Okay, but here's what I'll say about on three. They are higher on the LSU guys than all the other sides. You can't drop a kid. You can't drop a kid, though, Carter, when when he misses a visit. Like, you got you got to know the ramifications of what's going on with each recruit. Like, if he's a... Fu- I, I, like, I, I, Carter, he dropped... Like, that's like me saying this. Justified to me, Arch Manning being the number one overall pick or number one overall recruit. Justified to me. Oh, I can't. Uh, I, I just can't. So then, why are you dropping him? Well, I here's the thing about Arch is like that one's just so 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 different. Um, but you can't I, justify it. Other than his daddy and his uncles winning Super Bowls, there's nothing that he's done that's been special. <laughs> well. I, one thing, one thing I will say, Blake, though, is I don't. I, I'm going to keep this name anonymous just for you know the nature of it. I will say there was a guy whose opinion I trust on football more than anyone else, and he is a. And he said Taviano was a beast. I know. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, I know. He, he, I know he's he, a beast. The last he, time he, I said, the last time I said this was I said that Harold Perkins ain't got no business playing on the inside. Let him rush the passer, and then what happened? He was a beast, but. I will. I will say this: there, there was someone that I trust with with this, um, who, who said Arch Manning is one of the worst recruits. Like he just doesn't get it. Like someone who has no, nothing to gain or lose by. I'm not gonna right? go. I'm not gonna go that far. My my point is justified. You know, like justified. All right, going a lot down the weeds. LSU has a massive win over Wake Forest. Your Pellies. The Pelicans, eighteen and eight, eighteen and eight, right? Or let me, I think they're eighteen and eight. They're not, but yeah, eighteen and eight, number one in the Western Conference Finals. Or conference, Western Conference. Let's Carter. Go. I, Let's go. I, I need. I need a Zion. I sorry, I called him fat form. Like I uh, need yeah, a yeah, Zion need- apology form. We we need we need we need them all filled out. You know what's interesting? I I do find, you know, I I I know we all should move on at some point, but I will never forget the the national media assassination of New Orleans Pelicans basketball last year. I've I've never not and I've I've never felt so bad in in my life about one of these media things like these media narratives. Is that? Every single national talking head was talking about how bad the Pelicans organization was last year. It was a cancer, quite honestly. And I was so furious about it. And, 
you know, I've been to so many Pelicans games and obviously take it kind of personal. Uh, I'm not able to look at it as objectively as LSU football. It's my escape from, you know, doing the channel all the time. I'm just so freaking excited that we have this nucleus and um, we'll see. We'll see. And I'm very happy we did not blow it up for Kevin Durant. Uh, I'll, I'll mention that as well. So, so there you go. What's up, Ben? Uncle Carter said what's up. Look at, look at that. Look at that. You tell Uncle Carter, hey? Hey. Big, what's up, big man? He said, what's up, big man? Hey, big man. <laughs> He's a big brother now. That's yeah, he, what's it like being a big brother? Baby Jewel. Baby Jewel. All right. Yeah. All right, uh-huh. Carter. Listen, thank you so much for joining. We're going to go ahead and get on out of here. Thank you so much, buddy. We'll see, we'll see you next Monday. I'll tell you this. I love Zion so much. He could write on his finger fingernails. Get out at, of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Cheers. See you, bud. Don't ever. Don't ever. Re, uh, Pooh, are we making some people bad, mad in the tw- in the in the chat? I mean, Re, get over yourself, bud. I get called dumb by six hundred people in here every night. Sometimes. Chill out, bro. You, you, like, you can't come in. Listen, let me tell you. Hold on, buddy. Lean back. Let me tell you what you can't do, okay, as we end this show. You can't say that LSU won't win anything next season with Jane Daniels at quarterback when they just won the SEC West. Do you understand how dumb of a take that is? You can't say that. Tell him. You can't say that. Tell him. Don't say that. You can't say that. Tell him, Ben. Don't say that. Tell him, Ben. Don't say that. (laughs) We're out of here. See you tomorrow. Peace out. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.